Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the Chit Chat with T. Um, today is gonna be a fun, insightful topic, and I have a special guest with me, and he's gonna be introducing himself. Hi, my name is Bolubatufe Fashobon, and um, today we're gonna be talking about police brutality, and this is a project. This is the topic for my final project on political science. Okay, thank you. The first question for me, from me to you, will be: How does this issue relate to the study of the national government? Um, you know, police brutality is defined as the excessive use of force by the law, law enforcement against on individuals. And to me, the way it relates to national government is that police brutality violates our civil liberties and our civil rights. Because civil liberties is the restraints of actions on, of the restraints of government actions on an individual, which means that these are the things that the government cannot do to in- individuals, e.g., brutalize and take their lives. And the civil rights are the rights of an individual that are rooted in the Fourteenth Amendment of the Constitution. So when a police is being is uh, brutalizing an individual, they are violating their civil liberties and their civil rights. Okay, thank you so much. Um, what are the historical roots of the topic, and how has this topic developed over time? Also, what actors, organizations, issues have played a role in its historical development? Um, to to say the first thing I think that or the major historical roots of this issue I think is the Constitution, and the reason why I say that is because the Constitution, the framers of the Constitution when they were setting the constitution up they had the idea of equality where everyone would be equal or be treated as equal but they couldn't act on that idea so the constitution gives a way for people to be treated unequally in the country and the development over time is because like basically the constitution is i mean the country was built on white supremacy and it's taking issues like this to be and the reason why I say white supremacy will be buttressed later but because issues like this have become more about like the race involved and things like that and that's how it has developed and some of the organizations I think that has um, that has impacted or played a role in the development of this issue is first of all the media you know the media are the biggest organization I think that's played a role because those days I think it was based on whatever the media say that people acquire in and those days it was obvious that the media were portraying certain people badly when it comes to interaction with the law enforcement the first the biggest issue I would like to point out that explains that point is um the Rodney King the beating of Rodney King I mean we all saw the video we all saw the I mean, so now the video is still out there, and the the man was brutalized by cops during the LA riots. But the funny thing is that, despite the videotape, the jury saw that evidence and said it wasn't sufficient enough to convict the officers. And the funny thing that I would just point out it was it was an all white jury. So, you know, those kind of issues have actually developed this this topic police brutality for a long time yeah i totally agree with you in the sense that i believe that the constitution was just like 
I won't say a lie, but then it just carries the title of equality, but it doesn't exactly act on equality because it's very certain that the constitution were created by some certain people for themselves, you yeah. know. So yeah. it's not a constitution for all by all what and whatever democracy it's like they is supposed had the right to... idea but did not perfect yeah so their it's not actions. exactly democratic mm-hmm. and also i also agree that social media has also like influenced or the way or played a huge role in how police brutality is viewed now yeah. because back in the days yeah positive and neg- negative but then i would say i would say more positive in the sense that now we have more evidences we have more evidences to go by because back in the days it still used to happen but it didn't have enough media coverage you know yeah, and now that we have more media coverage we see it and then now we have enough evidence to stand up for it and fight fight against it okay. yeah so another question would be how as this how was it influenced by the social political and economic environment of the time oh yeah um like I said, what I said, the historical roots was the Constitution. And the reason why I said that was because of, you know, the laws and the, the, the rules that were made during those times, you know. The 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 best tool I could use as an example to answer this question is the separate but equal doctrine. You know, when that when that when I read about that in chapter five of civil rights, I was surprised that that the court thought like that is not a that is not a something that's illegal. You know, let this is what the separate but equal doctrine states. It states that all separate but equal facilities do not violate the equal protection clause of the fourteenth amendment to the US Constitution. Now this was a case between Plessy v. Ferguson and from that day onward that case and that verdict became the judicial cornerstone of racial discrimination throughout the United States. And the reason why I'm pointing that out and saying that that's influenced the social and economic environment of the time is because when a court is ruling, is making a ruling and a verdict like that, the people that actually, not that actually supports it, are the same people that might be in the law enforcement. That might start a new generation. That might start go. I mean, giving birth to children, and then they they carry that same culture all around the generation, mm-hmm. and that is why I say that 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 separate but equal doctrine that happened that time is a very huge ruling. I don't think they knew that it was going to be that huge, but it's actually one of the reasons why people were not actually being educated from that time. And now we're seeing a lot of a lot of things that were happening. Those days are still happening now because the the old generation of those people that accepted that doctrine are the same ones that are being carried all over the generation till now. So I think that was the biggest thing that influenced the. So you're saying that the it's a particular like. It's not a major factor, but it's one of them. So it's a particular mindset that's been passed on from generation to generation and that has not had any, like, exposure to change. I think I think mindset would be the, yeah, is the better word because I think I use culture, but I think mindset is probably the word because you think about uh, a father and a mother come together and they think that, oh, that was the right decision or they think that was a fair decision and then... That same kind of issue, that same kind of mindset they used to, to raise their kids. Mm-hmm. The kid will, that kid will grow up and use that mindset and go. And if that one of the one of the, one of the people in that generation goes into law enforcement, that's the they kind of mindset, mindset they will use yeah, to they carry that into the workforce. Know. Yeah. Thank you. Um, why is this issue important today? Why is it up for discussion? Why should it be up for discussion today? 
um, you know, there were two things I said that makes this issue important. And the first reason, the first, the one that's more important is because the police brutality now is happening to children, to women, and even adults, and it's making them lose their lives, you know? Now, I mean, I talked about the beating of Rodney King. I mean, fortunately for him, he survived, you know? Lucky him, but he survived, and we were happy. But now, people are actually dying from the hands of the police, you know? I mean, a lot of people are dying. There's a stat that there's a there's a stat that says that a thousand and sixteen people have been killed in twenty twenty. They have been killed from twenty fifteen all over the time. Like that is staggering. That is actually staggering. If that amount of people have been killed in just one year, a thousand and sixteen people killed in twenty twenty, that is that is not good. And another reason that I said that this is an issue is because it's out even though it's not becoming like a racial issue because now we see more more um incidents where it's a white cop engaged with a black man an mm. unarmed black man and i mean we saw it today i mean this year with george floyd that was the biggest issue you know mm-hmm. that would that changed the world and i i mean but yeah, like, like that that is the kind of things that happening and to be fair too to be fair there have been incidents where white people have also been harassed by the cops so this is not just the racial the racial issue is a very big one. Is a I mean, race is a big cause of why police brutality is happening. But it's not limited. But to it's that. not just limited to that exactly because yeah. if we I've seen a, a white man being um, harassed by a cop before, and you know we need to address that. Yeah, I totally agree with you that race is a huge part, but it's not the only part. So how does this issue currently impact you, your family, or your community? Well, I mean, as a black man myself, this issue is actually vital and important to me. And I say that because there's a stat, according to um, the AMESN.org, that says that black males are three times more likely to be killed during a police encounter than a white male. Now, that is actually scary because it's true. We've seen it. It happened. When... A, a cop stops a car and the person in the car is either is black sometimes the issue the 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 whole thing the, um escalates into a situation where the the white man or the white cop brings out his gun mm-hmm. and kills a, a non-armed black man so i feel like this issue now has become something that i need to watch out for myself and my family so it's actually really important to me now thank you so much um what actors, organization, and issues currently play a role in this issue? And has this issue changed over time? If so, how? And if not, why not? Well, I feel like in this issue, we have our star for the people that play the role. And I say they play the role because they've spoken out. And now, for example, LeBron James is a very, very outspoken individual. And he makes his voice heard. And make sure that each voice has his opinion on issues like this. Denzel Washington, um, Chadwick Boseman, even organizations like the NBA, and you know people like that have actually made this issue known to everyone in the community. Also, I think that um, if I, I spoke about the organizations earlier, and now social media is actually playing a huge role in that because, like we said, the things were happening before, but you know now. Social media is actually taking more it. coverage, yeah. Yeah, like for example, the issue of George Floyd might not be as big as it was without social media, without mm-hmm. someone actually having that video of evidence. Yeah, there. definitely. So, 
that's a very very huge thing i feel like i mean the george floyd is actually the biggest issue now that's playing a role in this you know mm-hmm. has it changed over time i, I want to believe it's changed for the for better in some aspect because i can talk about like you know in um in June 27, 1969, we learned about like you know the New York City bar, where 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 gay people were harassed by the police and by cops. You know, since then, I would like to say like that is reduced in that aspect and the fact that there's no um there's no yeah. discrimination against yeah, people no that are against, against people that are gay or people that are, you know um you know transgender and that. So it has changed in that aspect, but it's become worse in the race aspect because. Like I said, we've seen more issues where a white cop is shooting down an unarmed black man. And it's even more worrying that we don't even see the other way. If it was the other way, we'd say probably it's just a, it's something different. But we only see more of it when it's a white cop with a black man, you know? Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for that. So, why is this issue important for for the future? So, why is it important to discuss? I mean... Think about what we said earlier. The 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 cops are taking away people from from families. They're taking away sons. They're taking away daughters. They're taking away uh, uh, the father. They're taking away the mother. Mm-hmm. Imagine a, a a child growing up without his father just because um he was stopped for overstepping on a red light, mm-hmm. or you know, and that's the reason why he loses his father. It's become very important because we. I mean, I I saw something doing my research there. I mean, I think I mentioned it earlier, and I said that the cop, a cop shot a kid that had autism. If I didn't mention it earlier, so the man was in the car, the cops were chasing him, and what happened was that the man put his hands up, and the cops thought he was gonna, you know, he had a gun in his hand, and instead he started firing shots more than once to the car, without even thinking about if he had his family in the car, and he did. He only had his kid who had autism. He was six years old, and the and the and the, they killed the little boy, and now he's dead. And his father was fatally injured too. So in the future, if we're taking out the kids who are the future of tomorrow, who's left? Like who, who else yeah, do we have we, left? We're left with nothing. So <laughs> that's a very very important thing for the future. We need to look at that, you know. Mm-hmm. So how might this issue impact you, your family, or your community? And not just for now, but like in the long run, in the future. I mean, I'm going to have a family of my own. Mm-hmm. I need to feel like they're safe when they leave the house. I need to know that um, even though they overstep or they encounter a cop, they won't be shot. Because yeah. the, the, part, the, the, the law doesn't say shoot a criminal on sight. It says every everyone has the right to a, uh, a jury, uh, an yeah, attorney. And you're not guilty unless... Like you are innocent unless proven guilty. So if if I can't feel like my family is safe, it impacts my future because I can't build a future without um, when I'm actually worried about the safety of my kids in the hands of a cop when their job is to protect and enforce the law and not Definitely. you know kill and uh, use the law against us. The best example I would give that. That that can relate to this issue was Daniel Prude. We saw that he called the cops to help his brother with a mental issue, but instead he was suffocated and he died. Now, if I can, if that was, if if, if someone can't trust the cops to help a family member out, then I think our future. I hope not, but I think the future is actually going bad. It's bleak. And yeah, I totally agree. And not just even when we step out of our houses, we've had cases of like 
police officers coming into the houses and killing people. Mm-hmm. And so, if you can't be safe outside and you can't be safe inside, safe inside where yeah. where where can you be safe? Like Breonna Taylor's case is a very very clear one. It's very evident, but unfortunately, for some reason, there's still no charge. <laughs> the police didn't get charged for that. They got charged for the shots that they missed, and so. That's just kind of highlights the reality of the situation that we are in right now. So, in conclusion, um, what actors or organizations should take the lead on this issue in the future? And why do you think they should? Then what actions can be taken to address this issue, this issue for now and in the future? So, what solutions do you propose for this issue for now and in the, in the future um since we really don't have enough time i'll make my i'll make it very simple i think the the government itself and I, when i say the government i mean the executive government the legislation and the um the court the judicial part and the reason why i say that is because if the legislature can pass a bill i know they've been trying but if they can actually pass a bill this time for go, uh to help the police and to reduce police brutality it will help the core is very, very important because I feel like they're the ones, for example, when they passed the separate but equal doctrine, that moment of a decision, that decision that they made is what changed the whole, the whole um, time, during, I mean the whole thing during that, during that time. If they made a decision that was fair and that was like fair to everyone and then ju- justifiable, it would be better. So I feel like the, 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 the court, the judicial part of the government is the, is the major, major issue here. We need, they need to take the lead on this issue. And, and, you know, for example, when I said about the Rodney King, Rodney King, when his case was actually said that there was no evidence, even though the videotape was there, you know, things like that, moments like that, events like that is what the court could change in for the future for us. And Definitely. they're the ones who can make this decision. And some of the actions I think that needs to be taken is police reform. I think police need to be reformed immediately as soon as possible. I think better police education, better, better ways to de-escalate situations, and better things to, I mean, being put in a situation where they can actually help out the individuals. So, you know... I I feel like that's the one. I mean, there's a lot of things they can do, but those in in our time, those are the only three things I can say because that would actually help the police and help individuals to stay safe and the police to be able to do their job. Okay, so the solutions we're proposing is re- reforming Reform, and education, educating the police force yeah. and accountability, right? Like yeah, making them accountable for their actions because. Yeah. That's the right way to go. Yes. Okay, thank you so much. Those were very, like, solid points and very good answers. Um, Thank you, everyone, for listening. Till I come your way next time, it is still the Chit Chat with T. Stay blessed.